Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance with the calm before the storm. Headed to San Francisco this afternoon. Game one tomorrow night. Plus, we have a smattering of other issues. Football, hockey, baseball, tennis, and golf. We're busy. Let's do this. Here we go. Go, go. Only one place to start. They are ready for the moment. And Steph Curry, Clay Thompson are going to have a hard time dealing with the length, the athleticism, and the physicality. You know, there's just too much firepower on Golden State. And I don't think that Boston matches up with them. We will see. The opinions are flying in. The game will tip off tomorrow night. The first of what we hope will be six or seven in what could be a classic NBA final between two great defensive teams with two superstars, one an historic great in Steph Curry, the other a rising young star in Jason Tatum. You really can't ask for a whole lot more than we hope we will start getting as of tomorrow night. Uh, of course, here on ESPN Radio, we're the home for every second of every game uh, of the NBA Finals, and I will be on ABC with everybody out there tomorrow night. We'll have countdown a half hour before tip-off of Game 1 and every game throughout these NBA Finals, which start tomorrow night. Delighted to be here. Delighted you were there. Delighted to have the assembled members of the Hashtag Crew with us. Hashtag Hembo. Hashtag Bubba. And uh, do we have the return of Hashtag Nuno today? Noons, are you back? Yes, sir. What's up? Well, you have, are, you, are you recharged? Are you feeling uh, like, like refreshed and replenished? I'm here and ready to go. Okay, very good. So <laughs> yesterday was a recharge day. It's a nice corporate initiative that we very. have here. I mm-hmm. like it. I like the idea of giving everybody a day to sort of recharge themselves. It's a sort of a newfangled and I think very good idea that we have out there. We gave one to Nuno yesterday. I like that. And it looks like he got a little bit of sun. Nuno, did you get some sun on your recharge day? I, I did. I tried to enjoy myself this weekend. You know, a little pic- uh, family picnic here and there and, you know, <laughs> Uh, exercising outside, just trying to get that get that good feeling back. Kicking the soccer ball around. What kind of exercise are you doing outside? Just a little to, walking, running, you know, that type of thing. Just for the, the cardio. Yeah, doing the cardio outside. I like. It. I'd like to take a walk with Nuno. One of these days, I'm just walking with Nuno. Oh, also, picnic because here and there would mean multiple family picnics. How <laughs> many? How many did you did you attend? Only one. Just the one picture. Fair enough, just here. All right, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive, proud to team up with Hello Alice to support small businesses. Get access to small business resources and learn about small business grants at HelloAlice.com. All right, let's get to business. Hashtag KOD. The Kiss of Death. There's really only one thing you need to know today, I would imagine, and that is who we think is going to win the NBA championship. And I will tell you, and if you were here yesterday, you heard I was sort of tiptoeing up to this. I've changed my mind. I was on the Celtic bandwagon, and you know what threw me? Nuno, I'll tell you what completely threw me was Friday night in Boston. Mm. I think a championship team doesn't lose that game. The, 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 the struggles in late and close games bit this team too many times, and the Warriors are too good for them to overcome it. They managed to overcome it by beating Miami. Miami is f- excellent and gutty and tough but flawed. 
They managed to overcome it against Milwaukee, who has Giannis, and they're a really good championship team. If Chris Middleton is healthy, I think that's an entirely different scenario. I think Chris Middleton's injury is the reason Boston is here because those late and close situations did not wind up killing them. Look, they should have won game three of that series. They absolutely should have. And, and game five, the, the late and close situations catch up to Boston. The Nets were just managed to be even worse in late and close situations than they, Boston, were. But you don't beat the Warriors by not having an idea what you want to do on the offensive end late in fourth quarters. You just don't. So it is my prediction that in every game of this series, however long it goes, the Celtics will have at some point in the action a substantial lead, what feels like a substantial lead. I wouldn't be surprised if in half of these games they have the lead in the second half. In fact, I think they'll have the lead in the second half of every game of this series, including in the fourth quarter, and they will lose them by eight. The Celtics will lose by eight. So my official prediction is going to be Celt- it's going, excuse me, it's going to be Warriors in six. And that's only because I don't want it to end in five. We need a good long series. It'd be great. I'm thrilled to be a part of it, and I'm dying to do it, so I don't want to put that out there into the universe. But my honest opinion is I'm scared to death of that happening. Mm. I'm scared of the Celtics becoming demoralized on the offensive end because they're going up against a team that is even better defensively than the ones they've played so far. Milwaukee's got a great defense. Miami's got a great defense. The Warriors statistically are better defensively than either of those two teams. The Warriors have a million places to go offensively for a big shot late in close games, and they have all the championship experience you could ever possibly imagine. They are in in the midst of a dynasty, for crying out loud. So the official KOD prediction from Greeny is Warriors in six. Let's go around the horn with the hashtag crew. Hembo, what do you think? I've got the Warriors in seven. I think the rest advantage will make a big difference in game one. They win game one. They will win the series. Boston, like you said, has been bad in close games this year. But I do think that you are being, not that you've ever been criticized of being this, a bit of a prisoner of the moment here. Boston has won 38 of their last 50 games. This team has been every bit as good as the Warriors over the last several months. Yeah, I agree with you. They have some issues closing games, and there are some sort of magnifying, some glaring um, holes that we saw in the last two series. But even so, I view this as a coin flip series. Uh, but the flip of my coin says the Warriors will wind up winning in seven. Okay, Nuno, how about you? What is the official Nuno <clears throat> prediction for the NBA Finals? I will. I actually agree with you. I think the Warriors win this in six. And you're talking about Game Six and losing that game. Game Seven that they tried to give away oh. after. Jalen Brown went to the line. He made one or two in like, I think it was like four minutes, 4-12 left in that game. Marcus Smart took the last five shots in that game, including three or four horrendous-looking three-pointers. That's not going to cut it against the Warriors. You do that, they're losing. Tatum's been great for the most part in these playoffs, but you don't see that assertiveness when it's late in those games where he needs to be the guy that's taking those shots, and that's going to cost him in the series. See, I, I'm, I'm glad that Nuno was on my side with this, and Hembo, what I would say to you is, mm-hmm. and I, I took a minute here to sort of pull up all these games, and I know you can't read too much into NBA regular season games, and yes, they've been brilliant since Christmas. I mean, we all know they were under 500 at the halfway point of their season. But the final scores of their games, and and, um, Zach Lowe said it on TV with us yesterday, 
They they play no close games. They blew out everybody as they went along. I'm just looking at a stretch of games they won. 135 to 87, 129 to 106, 120 to 107, uh, 126 to 97. One, they're, they're, they killed people. They don't win close games. They were 29th in the league in close games this year. I think only the Rockets were worse. Over their last 50 games, the Celtics have three double-digit losses. Three. Right. But I think what you're arguing is a data point in my favor. They're so good. I agree with you. The, the issues late and close will defi- definitely have a chance to catch up. Are they blowing them. out Golden State? I mean, Memphis, blowing them out in any game? Memphis did in one game. Memphis beat them by 50 in one game. That's I think, one game. I think the Celtics have a chance to look a lot better than you're saying based upon some of the, based upon the recency. The Bucks, the last two series that they've played are better, better teams than either of the last two series Golden State has played. And that matters too. The, the grind. You're saying you think the Bucks and the Heat are better than the Warriors? I'm not sure I'm understanding. Or better what you're than saying. the Mavericks and the Grizzlies. Oh, oh, I think oh, yes. their path, and I think that has equipped them for this moment, making this a coin flip series. All right, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hope you are right. I'm looking for the. I'm looking for every game to be decided on the final shot, and for it to go seven. And, and the reason I know that I'm right here is because Vegas favors the Warriors, but hardly. If if Vegas favored the Warriors like you favor the Warriors, they'd be a three to one favorite. They're not. They're like plus one fifty. Vegas thinks this is going to be a clue. Vegas thinks Warriors in seven is the likeliest outcome based upon, their, uh, based upon the, the odds that they've presented. Well, let's put it this way. Vegas is usually right, and I'm always wrong, so you should <laughs> definitely go that way. Let's make this Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Bubba, who wins? Well, I'm a little concerned because I'm thinking what you're thinking here. I'm going Warriors in six. Now, I'm a uh, casual Celtics fan, and that does uh, hurt me to say, but I think i got to go Warriors. I think uh, the Celtics are, you know, the, what everyone's saying, the end of the games have been ridiculous. Warriors have the experience. I think Clay Thompson's going to have a great, uh, great finals, and you got to go Warriors here. What does I'm a casual Celtics oh fan mean God. exactly? When did you become that? Well, I've always been a Celtics fan. It's just that when I was younger, I was much more into the. I was a bigger Celtics fan when I was younger. Now I just don't really care. But if I had to pick a team, it would be the Celtics. Greeny, how many shows have you done with Bubba? 26,000. Has there ever been mention? A mention of them, no. no. I've heard about Duke endlessly, the Mets daily. Right. Uh, well, the they're, Cowboys. They're, they're, my, they're my NBA team. The, the Cowboys every other minute. They have to have an NBA is there, team. Also, is it any surprise that Bubba would pick the team that won 17 championships right. to be his casual favorite team? <laughs> they're true. the New England team. They're New England. Oh, Straight I go back to the, all the boys. Dino Raja, Dana Barrows, Rick Fox. That was When I was growing up, that was the team. Straight, Watched every game. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. We will see. We will also make our pick on, on MVP. Stop <laughs> naming random people. Rick Patino is not walking in that door. ML I'll tell Carr. you that. Uh, <laughs> let, let's, let's do MVPs. My, my pick for MVP is going to be Steph. Um, I said it yesterday. There's so much history in his not winning it that even if it's somewhat questionable, I think that he'll get it. Mm. I, I think someone else on their team, like uh, Jay Will picked Andrew Wiggins because he thinks he's going to shut down Jason Tatum. I think someone will have to average 40 points a game on that team for it not to be Steph who wins the award. So he is the prohibitive favorite, I know, in Vegas. So I will take Steph as the MVP. Hembo? I'll take Steph, but based upon the odds, I'll take Marcus Smart at 35-1. to To me, that's the best value on the board. Yeah, that's... 35 to 1 does feel like a big number for him. I don't dislike that one either. Nuno, MVP? Uh, Steph will win it by hook or by crook. Either he'll deserve it or he'll be given to it by the media because he's so likable. And Bubba? 
Yeah, I do think they're probably just going to give it to Steph no matter what, even if he just scores two a game. But I'm just going to say <laughs> Clay Thompson. Two a game. <laughs> Can't imagine that. Uh, the Warriors have won in a sweep. Steph Curry averaged two so points per game. Can the, you imagine me saying that? When the Warriors, into, I can't imagine. Yeah, when the Warriors wind up winning the series, Bubble will become a casual Warriors fan. <laughs> nope. I, I would never drop my boys. Antoine Walker. <laughs> I saw him last week in Boston, actually. Uh, yeah, the Celtics, we'll see. I mean, look. This is going to be interesting because the difference in the crowds between Miami and Boston was substantial mm. also. Um, you know, Miami is a it's a it's like a celebrity crowd. Like like mm. like there's no comparison. Boston is is a is a tough place to go in and play. San Francisco is going to be nuts. So the the atmosphere should be great. I, I think we we are hopefully looking at an outstanding finals. I am thrilled, honored, and privileged to be a part of the coverage uh, for my first time ever in the NBA Finals tomorrow night. So I'm looking forward to it. We'll be out in San Francisco. I will actually be there by the end of today, and we look forward to bringing you all the sights and sounds over the course of the next couple of weeks. Hey, try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless. We're nationwide 5G on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Coming up, we've got four superstars out of their element today, but which one will win when it really matters? We'll answer that question and more next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Uh, Can't forget Walter McCarty. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Brainstorm. What is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning, noise-canceling headphones, meeting-free Fridays. What about selling with Shopify? (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to shopify magic your ai powered all-star shopify powers 10 percent of all e-commerce in the u.s and shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, rothy's and brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries plus shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com com slash greeny all lowercase go to shopify.com slash greeny now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash greeny 
know, here's a good stat. You're going to like this stat a lot, and it actually backs up our side here that the Warriors are a more significant favorite than they are probably being painted. Hembo just came across this. Go. Yes, the Celtics are the 13th team that reached the NBA Finals, having to have won multiple Game 7s in order to get there through their own conference playoffs. So here's the question. It means it's happened 12 times before. Mm-hmm. Nuno, guess what the record? I'm not going to guess because he just told it to me in the break. So there have been 12 teams that had to play two Game 7s before getting to the Finals. Guess what the record of those teams is in the finals of the 12? 2 and 10. Yes, oh, that's correct. That's actually right. That's just only did two. Did you of those hear teams. him say that? I did not hear him. That's Bob a and guess. I, Bob you and just I were talking two about and 10? Uh, yes, I was like something that's going to 1 and 1 and 11. No, I'm like, oh, 2 and 10. So, the only two teams of those 12 to wind up winning were the 2008 Boston Celtics, coincidentally, and the 1988 Lakers. Those are the only two teams that won multiple Game 7s before the finals All right. and wound up winning the so, finals. So the 08 Celtics, that's the anything is possible mm-hmm. uh, championship with, with Garnett. I remember, I remember they, they, well. beat, they beat Cleveland. <laughs> they beat LeBron in seven, right? And yes. did they go seven with Atlanta in yeah. the first round that wow. year? Wow. Well, I mean, it's... Good it's, pull. Yeah. And then, and then the 88 uh, Lakers, that was the team that beat Isaiah mm-hmm. on one leg and the Pistons. Who would the Lakers have played seven? I'm trying to think back to those series. Was was like the, was that one of the years that the Dallas Mavericks yes. were really good with Mark Aguirre? Yes, that was the conf, that was the conference finals. And and they they, they they needed seven to beat someone else. Who else do does it have it? The Jazz. Oh, I have no recollection. Of <laughs> I guess that would still. What year did we say? 88. 88. So, man, that would have been the beginning of Malone mm-hmm. and Stockton. That would have been Malone before they series. got going. All right. So, again, history in every single way is tilting towards Golden State in all of this. They have a variety of advantages. And again, if you were not with us at the beginning of the show, I think Golden State is going to win, and I fear a little more easily than it is being projected. I hope to God I am wrong. I'm a part of the crew, and I am dying to see a long series. This, this is the reason that I wanted to do this job, was to be a part of the NBA Finals for the first time in my career. So I hope we get seven games. Um, but I'm a little worried about the Celtics and what I've seen. Meanwhile, you told me you were going to splatter in... A couple of trivia questions, and that one kind of whet my appetite for one, so give me one that I don't know the answer to. Okay, so which NBA franchise owns the, I guess, dubious record of playing the most seasons without ever winning a championship? Most NBA seasons without ever winning a championship. Which franchise holds that distinction? Pretty good question. So there are teams that have that have never... Oh, I see. Uh, not, not the one that has the longest drought, but the one that has gone the longest without winning one at all. Zero titles in that, in that a franchise. A team that currently has zero titles. That's right. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I'm glad I clarified because I was trying to think of the team that has the longest current drought. Mm. But what you're telling me is the team that has never won it and has existed the longest. There's a team that has played 54 NBA seasons without a title. Well, how f- I'm very bad with the math. How far back is the merger? The 76 77. Well, is that 54 years? Or does it go back before that? Cuz I mean It goes back before that. Okay, cuz I was going to say the Indiana Pacers, I think were part of that merger, right? They came from they were one of the the old ABA teams mm-hmm. that came in. The Denver Nuggets, they've never won. The, the That's Den- another ABA team. The Denver Nuggets have never won, but they have played fewer NBA seasons right, than this, this team. team. So you're telling me it's a team that predates mm-hmm. all of that? Uh, 
Would it, go, would, it, would it go back to, I'm thinking of the then New Orleans Jazz, who are now the Utah Jazz. I can already tell from your face that's not the answer. Uh, no? Do they, how far back do they go? The Jazz have played 48 seasons. So there's someone who's been around longer than mm-hmm. that. 54 goes back to what? 1968. All right, so there used to be, in my childhood, there was a team called the Kansas City Omaha Kings, who then subsequently became the, um, the are now obviously the Sacramento Kings. They've never won a championship. I don't think they ever won back in the day, 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 day. The Kings won a championship as the Rochester Royals okay. in 1951. So that's that franchise. That's Red Holtzman. Okay, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. So the, the, the now Los Angeles Clippers were previously the San Diego Clippers. And in my childhood, they were, believe it or not, the Buffalo Braves with Bob McAdoo and, and Ernie DiGregorio and people like that on those teams when I was a kid. Is it them? It is not. Oh, damn it. <laughs> the look on your face made me sure I was right. The Clippers have played 52 seasons. So at- someone has, has been around two years longer than them. That is right. So 54 years takes you back to what year? Like- Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks is incorrect. This is a brutal question. It's a team that still exists and has been and and has not won a championship in all that time. And this note has, I'll put it this way, come up very recently. Because it's a team that got knocked out late in all of this. It can't be the Dallas Mavericks. No, no, they won a championship. What am I talking about? Is it Uh, the Phoenix Suns? It is the Phoenix Suns. Good job. Oh, you are so recharged. Well, well, no, <laughs> I, I, I'll give uh, Lorenzo, our TV producer, credit for that. He just texted me. That's that. a good one. All right, so the Suns. Nice. So, so I remember them in the finals against the Celtics in the early 70s. Um, and and the, the Dave Cowan's teams, I think, beat them in six or something yeah, like 76. that. Yeah, 76. Obviously, Barkley led them there, and they lost to the Bulls in six. And then they were there last year and lost. So, okay, the Suns. That's a good question. I like that trivia question. That's well done. We'll keep sprinkling in a few more of those as we go. In the meantime, uh, let's do the scoop here as we roll along. Did we move? Here it is. The scoop. Okay, the scoop is this. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are playing golf today against Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. The only person on planet Earth, I think, who's really interested in who wins the golf is me. (laughs) I'm actually fascinated to see these guys. Rodgers is a stick. Did you see him when he played with, with Bryson against Mickelson and Brady? Rodgers is a stick. I, I, I have a feeling Allen is going to be really good. I don't know much about the golf games of all of these guys. Brady is a person whose handicap is completely inflated. He is the opposite of a sandbagger, which is to say he plays as like a, I think they announced during the first match when he played against Peyton and mm-hmm. them that he was like a seven-something I would like to play him as a seven. You would. Oh, are you kidding? I'll play, I'll play him if he's going to play as a seven for all of his money. <laughs> all, all the that money he deal has for you. if he's going to play as a seven. I don't really know how good Mahomes or Allen are, but that's not the interesting question. The interesting question is this. I'm telling you one of those four guys, Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen, is going to win the Super Bowl this year. Hembo, which one is it? I'm going to say Tom Brady. You, the... the the term Super Bowl was in the question. To me, the answer has to be Tom Brady, in large part because he has the clearest path. I think it is overwhelmingly likely that he wins his division. The NFC is a lesser league, in my judgment, at least. And Aaron Rodgers, his partner here, I think has a tougher road to climb because he just lost his number one wide receiver. So I'll say Tom Brady. One vote for Brady. Nuno, who wins of the four? Which one wins the Super Bowl this year? Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen. Unfortunately, I have to agree with, uh, with Hembo. It's Brady. He has the easiest path out of all of them. 
This is why people shake nerves. <laughs> That's why he doesn't like it. Uh, so, Bubba, I know you believe that Dak Prescott, and I have no idea how good he is or isn't at golf, is going to win the Super Bowl. But if I'm right. telling you, it's the premise of the question yeah. that one of these four is going to win the Super Bowl, who are you telling me it's going to be? Right, yeah. I mean, if the, if the Cowboys <laughs> were eliminated from the, the, Super Bowl, the NFL this year, I would have to go Brady. Because, I mean, if Brady is still an option, if he's in the NFL – the answer is Brady. So I'm not going to get burned by this question. It's going to be Brady. So. I, I think it's fascinating that we all are taking the same guy. You are too. Yes. And and for the exact reasons, hmm. I think that Josh Allen has the best team. I think the, of the four teams, if they just played a four-way round robin, I would take the Bills. And at this moment in time, I'm not sure I wouldn't take Allen if you just did a four-way round robin amongst the quarterbacks. Hmm. That, maybe that's a more interesting question. We're all taking Brady for all those reasons. Right now, I'm telling you, you could choose one of the four to be your quarterback of your team. Which one are you taking? I would take Allen. Allen's going to be my MVP pick this year. I think his high end is higher than any of those other three guys right now. No, no. Which one are you taking to start a team right now? Th- th- right this minute, Mahomes, Allen, Brady, Rogers. Which one are you taking? I'm taking Mahomes still. Mahomes over. I see. That really would be the debate. Take Brady and Rogers out of it, I guess. Although for one year, you don't have to take them out of it. If if, if your only goal is to win this year, if the NFL is going to cease to exist. After the next Super Bowl, would it still be Mahomes? I yes, I think eventually, I think he's the best one out of all four of them. I know Brady and the mystique and everything he's done, but I think this year just give me Mahomes. Okay, and then uh, Bubba, you're last here. I'm not giving you Dak as an option. Right, mm. Brady, Rogers, Mahomes, Allen. Who are you taking? I think I'm going to go Josh Allen. Yeah, I, th- I think that might be the right pick. As, as as difficult as it is to say, he just. They, I know they lost that game to Kansas City, but he didn't. That team is loaded, too. They're loaded. But, loaded. But that's not the question. The question is just about the quarterback. But he's in a, I mean, he's going to be elevated by them, and he will elevate them even further. He, he, is, he is the reason. The number one reason they're loaded is him. True. This is Greeny. I want you to know, Nature Valley has helped restore access to 10,000 miles of national park trails and counting because everyone deserves to experience what's out there, like your kids, their kids, and even their kids' kids. So head over to your local park trail to see for yourself. Nature Valley, life happens out there. Okay. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. All right, just want you to know. So here we go, uh, what, what, what we have to get to the bottom of. So yesterday we had a fun little discussion here. It started because I talked about my experience of seeing the new Tom Cruise movie, the Top Gun movie, which again, parenthetically, was, is a really good movie. I, I was extremely entertained. It's not Gone with the Wind, but it's, it is two and a half really fun hours in a movie theater. But anyway, I talked about how Tom Cruise, seeing him sort of back at the top, reminded me of the experience of seeing some athletes that stick around a really long time back at the top, and I find myself rooting for them even when they weren't people I ever rooted for. I never rooted for Jimmy Connors in my life, and then he made that late run at the U.S. Open, and I was rooting for him like crazy. I never rooted for Reggie Miller in my life, and then he made that late run in the last year of his career, and I was rooting for him. And now, Tom Cruise has just, for whatever reason, never been someone I particularly cared for. I have no reason for it one way or the other. I've never met him in my life. And yet I find myself somehow thrilled that he is now being credited as like single-handedly bringing back the box office. Good for him. And I think it is a function of my age and having just seen a guy last that long. It brings me back to my childhood. The fact that he, that he remade this movie from a time in my life when I was very young made me feel very young watching it again, if only for a moment. 
And that was the conversation we had here. And Alan Hahn sent a very nice text to Hembo in which he complimented the segment and said that he liked it and felt very much the same way about Star Wars. And he said in the text that he did not have my number and that's why he was texting you. That's right. To which I, I think somewhat obviously, jokingly said, well, I hope you didn't give Han my number. And you said that you gave him the number. Without asking. And we continued that obvious, I think somewhat obvious, joking line of discussion Mm. for some time. Han does not seem to have taken it as a joke. I'm not sure it was that obvious, because later in the day, 6 o'clock p.m., unprompted, I received this text from Alan Han. Heard that last part of the show, must have been listening on the podcast. Not sure if I should ever text him now. He sounded annoyed that you shared his number. (laughs) So it wasn't that obvious to Alan Han. So, uh, Nuno, do we have a Han problem here? Like, is it not obvious... We weren't here yesterday, but, but, but I don't know if you heard it. And Baba, you can chime in. Was it not obvious that I was kidding when I pretended to be upset that Hembo had given my number to Han? Well, there's two things there, though, because in Bad Job by Hembo, like, you have to ask, uh, you know, before you give out a number. Like, I've done that before with Greeny. Not I've to stuff. Han. Well, uh, I still like to my number. People, like, yeah. No, it's Alan Hahn. He's kind of uh, questionable. <laughs> no, he's um, not. Que- See, now, now he's going to text Hembo later and say, hey, I was listening on the podcast. Uh, does Nuno have an issue with me? No, he'll text me. He takes these no, things Han's, very personally. He does, because Han does text me. No, I mean, Han, you know what it is. Han's so focused on this two-on-two that they're going to play that, yeah. God, someone is prob- hopefully doesn't die um, while they're <laughs> out there playing. But, like, he's so f- laser-focused on that that, like, he feels like everyone's coming after him. So maybe that's it. He's just being a little extra sensitive. Ha- just Han, just focus on the game. Me- uh, Greeny didn't mean anything about it. it was See, Han, I-, I don't understand why he'd be worried. He has less pressure than any of the rest of them in that game, right? Jay will... It was the college basketball player of the year, the second pick in the draft, and played in the NBA. Keyshawn Johnson and Bart Scott are world-class athletes in their lives. They were NFL players and, and excellent ones. Alan Hahn is Alan Hahn. He has no pressure on him whatsoever. The expectations of him are minimal compared to the other guys. I don't like the way that you're framing this. We know how he's sort of sensitive to these. Saying I Alan is Hahn is Alan Hahn. Is that insulting to Alan Hahn? Is an insult to Alan Hahn. Now, now, did your wife, by the way, have an issue with the conversation yesterday? <laughs> she did for, for a very different reason. Which so, is? Yesterday on the air, I called him a specimen. He is a specimen. And, and she took umbrage. With, with that. What kind of umbrage? She, she was uncomfortable with the way I was speaking about this other man, this colleague of ours. She was uncomfortable by what that. What about it was uncomfortable? I don't know. I mean... What umbrage can be taken? <laughs> I, I don't quite understand if she feels <laughs> threatened. Does or- she feel jealous? Is Lizzie, your wife, jealous of Alan Hahn? Look, I'm just going to say it out loud. Do I think that Alan Hahn is a handsome, chiseled god? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I think that. So now you've gone much and too I'm, far. I'm not afraid to say it out loud. No, see, this is you. This is you all over it. No, he's not a handsome, chiseled guy. I disagree. No. <laughs> so you take umbrage with <laughs> with well, my now, characters? I now take umbrage. Yes, I now understand why Lizzie feels envious of your feelings. Have you ever once referred to her as a handsome, chiseled <laughs> goddess, or whatever the equivalent of that would be? It would not be that. That's what I'm saying. You're not a person who's easy to hand out a compliment. <laughs> So for you, you, you are not. You are I'm not a pati- fan of his body of work. Yes, you are a fan <laughs> of his in every conceivable way. Uh, now I get. So the bottom line of it is, Nuno, I need you to do some fixing up here because mm. it seems we've got Han issues. I'll be. Friends. I'm. A, I'll be. A, uh, I'll handle that. Don't worry. 
By the way, who's going to win this basketball game? I'm walking into work this morning, and there's a basketball court that did not previously exist just outside here at the seaport. So it is re- remarkable. This is a big deal. The lengths that we've gone to. We built a basketball court on South Street <laughs> full court. in Lower Manhattan. Who wins this game today, Nuna? Well, I mean, Jay Williams can beat all three of them. I will say... Allen Hahn will not be the worst guy on that court t- uh, today. I will. will give him credit with that. I think he will. That there will be others. Well, that will be worse than him on that. Who court. others? There are three others. Oh, I, listen. I like. Does Bart say look it. like a guy who can play basketball? Yes, yes. Bart looks like a guy who can <laughs> no, play basketball. Bart, from everything I've heard, hasn't even taken this serious. He's just going to show up and play and elbow someone in the face. Yes, <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> Bart Scott looks like he's ready to give you six fouls. I'll tell you that right now. Lorenzo, by the way, can you show the feet again? Are they? Are they wheeling in a scoreboard? <laughs> I mean, we're not fooling around with this game. Yeah. They, they, who's guys got, in the bottom there? I, I, there there's a <laughs> we, we are doing this. Baba, who's going to win this basketball game? Oh, I mean, Jay, there's, if they lose with a professional basketball player, that's insane. So I agree. KJ, Duke, they have to win. Yeah, Duke will have to unretire his number. Jay Will, it, it's, it's, you can't even fathom how good he is. That's like, true. He is one of the greatest in the grand scheme of things. He is one of the greatest basketball players in the history of Earth. That's correct. And That's he's correct. playing against two other people. So they have to win. There's no other way. That's c- completely true. You know, Jalen Rose once said to me, I'll tell you this story quick. But no, I'm, let me hold it. Jalen Rose gave me the best line of, along these lines that you will ever possibly hear. That plus something I think is on the verge of being the biggest debate in sports in recent memory on the way. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Do I think that Alan Hahn is a handsome, chiseled God? <laughs> yes. Greeny, the podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, Greeny, we roll along here on ESPN Radio. A reminder, you can tune into the ESPN Daily Podcast, bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters. Presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily. Available wherever you enjoy your podcast. Before we went to a break there, you were making, I think, a really interesting and important point. We all were. 
that, and I, I am as guilty of this as anyone sometimes. When athletes finish their careers and they come into the media and all of that, and, and we see them, and I've spent my entire adult life around them, one of the things that happens is sometimes we forget just how special they had to be to be where they were. Because let's just use Jay Williams as a perfect example of this. Jay Will, now we all know him well. You hear him every morning here on radio, and I've been working with him on TV forever. And I mean, Jay Will is a, a good friend. And when I spend time with him, we talk about our kids. We talk about our families. We talk about golf. We talk about the NBA that's going on right now. And every once in a while, like, we'll roll video of him back in his day at Duke. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> he was that guy. And so we forget that sometimes. But Jalen Rose gave me the greatest line about that of all time. I, I lived in Westport, Connecticut for 20-something years. And, and on weekend mornings at Westport, in Westport, there was a, a, a run, like a basketball game, at the YMCA with a lot of guys, like Wall Street guys, super competitive dudes, every one of whom thought they were this close to having played in the NBA. Every one of them was like, ah, you know, my knee. If it hadn't been for my knee. How tall are you? I'm 5'8", but I tell you right now, I can shoot the lights out. So, so every one of these guys. So I used to beg Jalen, just once, come down there with me, please. I just want you to come with me one time. And we were never able to make it happen. But he gave me the greatest line. He said, yeah, Greeny, here's the deal. In the NBA, I was a good player. In that game, I'm Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> and, and that's what it is. So to circle it all the way back, Jay Will should dominate this basketball game today. Jay Will is accustomed to playing against the best basketball players in the world. And even though he's been through, obviously, the, the physical trauma and everything else that he's been through, his body and his knee, he's still in ridiculously good shape and a young person. He might be the youngest person of those four, actually. I don't have it in my head. He's certainly younger than Key. He'll be close to Bart, right? Uh, I don't know what, what year Bart came in, but whatever. It doesn't make any difference. The point of the matter is he's young, he's healthy, and he should dominate that game in every imaginable way. All right, let's move forward here. Something else I wanted to get in today. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? As usual, Stephen A. Smith said something on first take that got everybody all excited and upset. And as usual, he was absolutely right. He was talking about what he foresees for Steph Curry going forward. And he said this. I see the Warriors winning two of the next three titles. That's what I see. I'm looking at the Golden State Warriors being at least eight deep. And I see this team potentially, I'm not going to say potentially, I'm willing to say the Golden State Warriors are winning two of the next three titles. I believe Steph Curry will eclipse LeBron James and capture five championships in his career while LeBron is still stuck on four. I think that's right. I think LeBron has won all the championships he's going to win. And I think Steph Curry has many more to win. You know, this is an interesting era in pro sports, and in particular in basketball, where the Steph Currys of the world, like the Kobe's, the Dirks, the Jeters, they're going to be decreasingly normal, right? They're fewer and further between. Cal Ripken, guys who played long careers all for one franchise. I can't picture Steph ever leaving Golden State. He will retire as a warrior. And by sticking that out, by staying through the ups and the downs, he's going to wind up winning more championships than LeBron, who kept finding places that he could win. Like, this is not a criticism. On some level, it's sort of a smart thing to do. But what LeBron did was he kept finding the path of least resistance. 
Now, he was overwhelmingly the most important part of it. Again, this is going to sound like a criticism that it isn't meant to be. LeBron's a super smart guy. And he figured out, I can beat the system. I can go someplace. I can sign short-term deals that forces these teams to mortgage their futures in order to try and win right now. I can maximize my chances of winning right now. It's worked everywhere he's gone. And then I can depart. But in so doing, you wind up at some point stuck. And for the first time in his career, he really is. He's stuck. Steph, meanwhile, by staying in one place, by at different times in his career being willing to take a little bit of a back seat and, and others, you said it well yesterday, Hambo. He won a championship before Durant. He won championships with Durant. And he's now on the verge of winning championships after Durant. Steph Curry, if this goes the way Stephen A. is talking about, is going to retire with a really interesting resume. You know, those of us who are as old as I am will never be able to say he's a better player than Magic Johnson, if only because I was much younger when Magic Johnson was being Magic Johnson. I can't fathom comparing the two of them. But if you just put their resumes head-to-head against each other, Steph Curry has a chance to retire with one of the great resumes in the history of the sport with no exceptions. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.